Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. to be back with you folks. Here we are in the book of Psalms and Songs of the Night as we continue on with this segment, this podcast. We're just thrilled to have these people with us, Stephanie, and it's Mm -hmm. just great to go across their airways and be part of this. And here we are on one of the bigger chapters in the Bible. I mean, we're on Psalm 119. Many believe this is smack dab in the middle of the Bible. Uh, Some people have counted the English words. Some people say it's a Psalm or two over from here, but no matter what they have to say, we got a lot of work to do in Psalm 119. We may be in Psalm 119 for the next couple weeks, but that's okay. It's going to be cool. We're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy the ride as we learn and trust God. And uh, we just finished up. And, and boy, I enjoy I, I never say this to you, Stephanie, but I enjoy the opportunity. I think I enjoy the opportunity to hear you sing. Thank you for that. And so we're going in this Psalm 119, but before we do that, whose knucklehead turn is it? Is it my knucklehead turn? No, it's yours. It was Dirty Car last time. It's your turn, Stephanie. Do you have a knucklehead ready for us? That's not good. There's silence. Silence on the radio is deafening. So I, <laughs> I am so sorry. My mute button was on. That was that was an oops. I was unzipping my Bible case. <laughs> I'm glad you said Bible case. I would have to talk to you about clothes fitting. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> we already had that knuckleheaded moment. So I like to feel comfortable. So <laughs> no. So anyways, um, I was gonna say. Following the whole knucklehead theme, thread of thought of um, cleanliness and all of that, to all of to all of the, I mean, girls might be this way too, but I have not experienced that. But you know, guys, boys, pick up your dirty socks, please. I I walked up my my stairway, and I have some sons that are very clean, very tuned in. I have some that are not yet, and. The smell from the dirty socks oh. was amazing. So it's a knuckleheaded trait. So so be be responsible. Pick up those dirty socks. Put them in the dirty clothes so your mother does not have to come into physical contact with them other than to put them in the laundry. Or you could be a really extra, you know, get extra ratings by sticking them in the washing machine. That would be over the top. Fantastic. Yeah, and... You know, I've never felt good about people leaving dirty clothes where they find them, you know, or yeah, where, where, where they're standing, take a shower, leaving things on the floor. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's sanitary. And I think we need to add here. I think this needs to be said. Um, you might be a knucklehead if you leave dirty socks everywhere, but you might be a knucklehead if you stink. It's got to be said. Yeah. It's, it's got to be said. <laughs> people shower out there. Would you please? There's, there's a reason God made soap. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Unless you're living on the corner of First and Main, take a shower, okay? And, uh, and some people's <laughs> breath, oh, my. Man, now that masks are back off, I was in Walmart the other day. I thought, 
I thought there was cow manure next to me, and it was this dude talking <laughs> to me. That stuff had stink on it like you would not believe. I mean, it just, oh, ugh. Anyway, what's your food of the day, man? I'm, I, take a shower. All right, go ahead. You're making me laugh, Doug. Um, my dessert of the day is something that I'm going to be possibly, probably making with my daughter here soon because um, she's getting into baking and, and she loves doing stuff like this. Something that I love that's right with God, full of calories. This is not, I'm not giving you this because it's healthy or any anything like that, but I love this recipe. It's called a strawberry pretzel salad. And I have loved it ever since I was a little kid, but it is a perfect summer dessert. Very easy to make. Um, you can look it up online, but it involves strawberries and strawberry jello and cream cheese. I mean, it's just, it's good. So look up, look up a wow. strawberry wow. salad recipe. Do it folks. It's strawberries crazy. are everywhere. Especially if you live up North right now, they're still picking strawberries up there. You know, mm -hmm. we, we ran out of strawberries down here about a month ago, but they got them everywhere else. You can still buy them at the store. So, so Psalm 119, I mean, if you look at Psalm 119, this puppy just keeps going. You know, there's a mm -hmm. hundred, now think about this, there's 176 verses, 176 verses in Psalm 119. There's going to be a lot of Psalm 119 going on. I think there's a theme of this psalm that I wrote in my Bible from seminary, and I, and I think it is the practical use of God's Word in the life of the believer and, mm. and, and how we can marry those things up. And how and those of us who go through junk, who've been through things, uh, I think you, you find your answers here in the book of Psalms. I think people should read Psalms every day. That's why I like some of those Bible reading programs that get you in Psalms and Proverbs every day. And so here we are, we're in Psalm 119. We're going to do the first eight verses, Stephanie. And uh, there's a word called Aleph that's under, if you look in your Bible, uh, Aleph is, uh, is a word that means blessed and blameless. It's a Hebrew word, so it's the psalm of being blessed and working your way at being blameless. And look, these first two verses have this word blessed in them. I think they're the only verse in this psalm, if I remember right, but it says, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with their whole heart. They also do no inequity. They walk in his ways. Thou has commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statuses. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with upliftedness of heart. When I shall have learned my righteous judgments, I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Boy, as we read that, I mean, right away we're slapped with this idea of being blessed, following God, treating God, keeping his testimonies. I mean, what did you catch there, Stephanie? Well, this psalm is awesome. I memorized this psalm in school, and it never ceases to amaze me that just the richness of David's words here. And I think it's important to point out that that word blessed is, is the connotation with true happiness. It is. Fulfillment. And, and, and blessed yep. and blameless equals happiness. That's right. Yep. Aleph and, is a word that means happiness, but, but how to get there? Yeah, well, I, but we go back to Psalm 1 um, and same idea 
um, uh, blesses man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And that psalm goes on there with more description. But it's the same idea. True happiness, true fulfillment, true blessing is found in walking with Jesus. And and it's interesting to me that it, it, it compares this to a walk. In other words, this is based on a relationship. This is based on a in a constant movement, constant action. And um, I think it's important to point out that the Christian life isn't about a list of rules. A list of rules becomes very stagnant very quickly when, when our, our true blessing and true happiness come from a walk. They come with exercising your relationship with Jesus, of working at it, of, of focusing on him, and not a working at it in terms of, you know, stressful, oh man, you know, freaking out level. I, I'm talking where it's it's important to us. It's a focus to us. And walking in his law, in other words, we're, we're continuously drawing closer to him. We're continuously um, seeking by his strength to be transformed to his image, to becoming what he wants us to be. That's that's the New Testament way of saying what David's saying in the old, here in the Old Testament of walking with God. It's a relationship, and that's where true joy comes. Yeah, and, and, and true joy is really, it, you know, this is a, a thing that requires both ends of this. So I'm not talking in circles here. Mm-hmm. But you, in order to be walking with God and to be blessed, you have to be blessed. Um, so it, it kind of goes both ways. You have to realize you're blessed. Mm-hmm. And then, you, then you're all in. So blessed are they that keep his testimonies. Well, to keep someone's testimonies and to seek him with your whole heart, you're all in as a Christian. So mm-hmm. this thing swings both ways. If you don't do it, you don't have it. If you do yeah. do it, you have the blessing. If you mm-hmm. do do it, you have that happiness from that word Aleph. You have that, which means blessed and blameless, which equals happiness. You get to be happy, happy, happy all the time. And mm-hmm. and we know people like that, don't we? We know people who do this, mm-hmm. who follow yeah. this, who are happy. Yeah, they're countenance. A person who's walking with God, and I don't mean a Pharisee. Pharisees have their own countenance. That's a whole other subject. But someone who's truly walking with God knows the Lord, loves the Lord, and obviously we have wolves in sheep's clothing and there's good fakes out there. But general rule, someone who's walking with God, it's written all over their countenance. There's a, there's a presence of God there that you can't, you can't escape. Yeah, you can look at the requirements of this world or you can look that I get to follow God, the holy God of heaven, the one true living God, the God that can keep me breathing, the God that can change my circumstances, the God that can help my children, the God that can keep me living. Or... You can sit around and say, hmm, you know, I, I don't know if I can do this. I mean, to me, it, it, it seems like those are our options. And yeah. uh, it seems like that's what it's all about. And, and But then you go on and it says those also do no inequity. They walk in his ways. So obviously, you know, we're all sinners. But we're taught that we can walk in his way. We can be all in and be okay mm-hmm. if we choose to make it about God. Now we're going to, we're going to have our little things, but we're also going to have this right. Thou has commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently, to keep his commands, to keep the things that he tells us to do, to praise him, to love him, to thank him, to trust him. All those things we've been covering for the last week and a half, 
And, and, and those are precepts. Those are things we do. There are other laws that we follow that we trust God and his commandments. And, and uh, uh, oh, that their ways were directed to keep thy statues. Then shall I not be ashamed when I respect unto all the commandments. So it's saying, you know, we're built up. We do these things, and they keep on building on one another. They're, you're building this foundation, and when you have the foundation, everything else is cool. Mm. When it's yeah. when it's all about God, everything else is cool. I will praise thee with an uprightness of heart. When, sh- when I have learned thy righteous judgments, I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. And... Uh, uh, don't forsake me, God. I will keep thy statue. So how do we do all this, Stephanie? How do we take that happy, being blessed, being blameless, being happy, happy? How do we walk in his way? How do we be blessed and give his testimonies all the time? How do we seek him? In other words, we're all in. How do we, how do, we do all this? Well, I think one way we do it is um, verse 9 gives us an answer by taking heed to his word by seeking him with our whole heart, by hiding his word in our heart. You know, a lot of times God gives us the solution. Yeah. And he always gives us the solution. But in this case, it's right here. Um, it's making God your focus and not making God your focus because you have to, because it's being crammed down your throat, making God your focus because you love him. It's about a love relationship with Jesus. Yeah, it's about putting him first. You do it because you love him. You do it because uh, uh, he loves you, because he first loved you. Uh, you do it because you trust him. You do it because, you, and, and you get the benefits of it. You, you sign on to do this, and you get all these benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, in First John 5, 3, and I, I hate when I think of the verse in my mind, I don't remember it exactly, but it's about keeping his commandments. That It's not a problem to mm-hmm. keep his commandments. It's, you can do it, and, uh, yeah. and and you can make that ha- happen. And uh you know, it's this idea of surrender. And we talked about that a little while ago, surrender. Where does surrender begin, Stephanie? Surrender has to become in the heart or it's not real surrender. Um, it has to be something that is, comes from the inward to the outward. If you start with the outward and try to go inward, it's going to create a volcano. Um, going to create a bunch of pressure that has to blow at some point. Um, true surrender starts with the heart. And yeah. that willingness and that and asking God to give you a desire to become like him, to be like him. And, you know, asking God, show me the strongholds, show me the satanic strongholds. I think there's nothing more tragic than a Christian who has let has let Satan have so much ground in whatever realm, be it pride, be it, you know, I think of the list in Proverbs, pride, arrogancy, the evil way, the froward mouth. Um, there's a lot of Christians that have that list that God says he hates. And they may, they may desire a change, but do they desire that change enough to say, God, tear down those strongholds and being willing to go through that breaking process to be changed into his image. Yeah. And, and, and I think it starts with that initial decision. You know, you get, you can get saved friends. You can accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior and be the most miserable person alive. Or you can accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and work every day to get closer to him. But it starts with a decision. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to decide that I'm all in, that I'm going to do this, that God did this for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it for him. This is 100%. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. This is where I'm at. And, uh, uh, and And I think that's what you do. 
and and that's where it's at. And so I'm I'm pretty happy about that. But anyway, as we as we go along, and so what song? So we're trying to make a decision. We're trying to follow God. God's telling us we can do it. We show no inequity. We've we want to keep His precepts. We're not ashamed. And uh, what's the song that we have today that would lead us in all that? Well, Doug, there's oh my. You caught me with a yawn. That was not good. <laughs> um, the song that comes to mind as I meditated on this earlier was the song, I have decided to follow Jesus and making that decision. Like you said, that initial decision, this is where I am. No turning back, no matter what, no turning back. And um, I have decided to follow Jesus. It's a very precious song to us. We sang that song as we evacuated. It was the last song we sang as we pulled up to the airport to evacuate from Cameroon and um, to keep that focus that no matter what, that's, that's, that's who we're going to serve. That's who we're going to walk with. And that keeps our perspective where it's supposed to be. Amen. And here's the song right now, but listen, folks, if you need anything from us, be sure to contact us on helpful wounded spirits. We'd love to hear from you. Listen, Psalm 119, it's all there. It's about following God, Aleph happiness, be blessed, be blameless, trust God. Thank you. Have a great day. Listen to this song. Listen to every word Eric has to say.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.